having that intimacy with our baby, just him getting to know us was something that like I could never replace or ask for anything else because just Luca connecting our voices to our faces, you could tell he was just like, oh, you're my mom and dad. Oh. And like, oh, it was just so special. Like, <laughs> like it puts a frog in my throat, like thinking about how intimate that was and that, you know, I was so thankful that it was just the two of us after like our midwife and doula left. But I mean, they were just incredible. Welcome to the Happy Home Birth Podcast, your source for positive natural childbirth stories and your community of support, education, and encouragement in all things home birth and motherhood. First births are always long and hard, right? Or, hey there, happy home birthers, and welcome to episode 163 of the Happy Home Birth Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Fusco, and this week we're speaking with Kelsey, a precious mama of two who surprised herself and her birth team with her first labor. We'll dig into both of her beautiful experiences in just a moment. Now, before we jump in, I want to give a huge thank you to this week's reviewer of the week, which also serves as <laughs> an advertisement for Happy Home Birth Academy in a way. So, Joss6754, who wrote Mental Game Changer. I'm currently 31 weeks pregnant into our fourth pregnancy. Our first was a hospital birth and it taught me to search for other options. Our second birth, first home birth, was a transport and I never looked at it as a failed home birth, but there are absolutely things that I didn't realize were mental blocks until I stumbled upon this podcast. I saved it, but hadn't started it yet and at the 21-ish week mark, I had a deep heart-to-heart -heart with my husband. We both knew we wanted another go at home birth, but we both had to work through some points of fear and find a way to intentionally equip ourselves for round two, come what may. That night, a switch flipped. I made listening to the Happy Home Birth podcast a daily or every other day part of my mental prep. I began regular craniosacral therapy and bodywork appointments that I'd previously written off as too expensive. And I've been journaling and sharing the episodes that hit home with my husband so that he can be actively involved in the birth of our third babe. Our third pregnancy sadly ended in a situation medically deemed fetal demise at 15 weeks. We are working through Happy Home Birth Academy and 10 weeks have absolutely flown by. Mentally, I could have this baby tomorrow at home and not think twice. That is literally a 180 degree change for me. And I'm so grateful for this podcast and Happy Home Birth Academy because it's been the catalyst for us to face our fears in the healthiest way and realize what steps to take to better prepare for this birth. And Jocelyn ends with, ahem, enroll in HHA. Oh, Jocelyn, you are amazing and such an incredible part of this community. I would love for you all to know that Jocelyn has indeed had her home birth baby. Uh, this review was obviously written a number of weeks ago. And what a little doll she is. Her daughter, Piper, has had some complications in her weeks postpartum unrelated to birth, but it's been quite a lot for Jocelyn's family. So I ask that if you could just take a moment to please keep them in your prayers. 
I suppose after that review, I don't need to tell you any more about Happy Home Birth Academy, but if you want to feel as confident as Jocelyn, head to myhappyhomebirth.com forward slash HHA or click in the show notes to join us today. And Jocelyn, please send me an email so that I can get you that Happy Home Birth podcast sticker. I am so grateful for your support and for what's turned into such a sweet friendship. Okay, let's jump in. Please remember that the opinions of my guests may not necessarily reflect my own and vice versa. And this show is not medical advice. It's an educational tool. So continue to take empowered responsibility for yourself and your family. Kelsey, thank you so much for coming on the Happy Home Birth Podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited and so awesome to meet you and just be a part of this legacy that you've started. <laughs> well, don't make me cry at the very beginning. <laughs> a legacy. I love that. Thank you. Well, I'd love to hear about your <laughs> legacy. <laughs> I'd love to hear about your legacy. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. Would you introduce yourself first to the listeners and then we'll jump on in? Yes, of course. So I, my name is Kelsey. Um, I live in Hawaii, Oahu, and um, I've lived here my whole life. I am a stay-at-home mom. I used to be a preschool teacher, but um, just since I've had my two boys, I just felt like it was best for me to be home with them and to raise them. And it's been such an awesome experience. Like I looked at my mom, <laughs> I looked at my mom yesterday and I was just like, I just love being a mom. And um even with my husband, Kai, um, he is such a great support and um, he works, he actually works on, like pretty much from home and he's a minister. He goes to like ca- high school campuses and he um, just encourages so many kids. And so just having him home has been so helpful too. <laughs> but um, I have two boys. I have my first son. His name is Luca. He's two years old. And um, I have a newborn. Oh, he's actually he just made three months old. So I guess it's not too much of a newborn, but he, he is awesome. And his name is Mako. <laughs> so now that we know a little bit about your family, I'd love to hear what your first pregnancy was like. What was that experience like? How'd you find out you were pregnant? all those little details. Yeah. So actually Kai and I, we didn't wait very long after we got married. We waited like five months and we're like, okay, I think we're ready to have a family. (laughs) And so, um, we tried for a little bit and finally we got pregnant. We were so excited and, um, I had no expectations. I knew that I always wanted to be a young mom. I'm 24 years old. Um, and I just knew I was 22, I think when I found out I was pregnant. Um, and I was just so excited and I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if I was going to be sick, if the whole morning sickness, I didn't know if, um, yeah, I just had no expectations. And so, um, I think I found out I was pregnant when I was like maybe four weeks old. And like once like seven weeks came, I was so sick. (laughs) I was like, Oh my goodness. But my husband always tells the story that like, the first time, like, you know, I had my, I threw up, sorry, this is my BTMI, but um, he, <laughs> I like, this was the first, I was like feeling a sick and I finally threw up and I just, my husband was laughing so hard because I was saying, it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful outlook. <laughs> so I was sick for maybe, maybe like up until 14 weeks, which is pretty normal. Um, but after that, it was so fun. But I was going to my regular um, 
just OBGYN at my at the hospital that I was going to and um, it was a good experience in the beginning and then when it got closer to my my estimated due date um, things kind of switched so we were introduced by one of our best friends about these birth classes and here in Hawaii um, there are you usually take birth classes in um, what's it called uh, just like the at the hospital Mm-hmm. and um, that was just the normal like you go to a birth class if you want to and then you give birth in a hospital but our friends um, were like hey like we took these amazing classes called birth believers and like they teach you just everything so this ministry is out of a church and they've been doing it for 30 years and it was just incredible like we're like 30 years like why are we only hearing this now but they pretty much they don't sugarcoat anything they teach you what to expect in a hospital all their interventions and then they also um their ministry their I think it's the pastor the um past women's pastor of the church she is like a midwife and then like all the people in their church some of them are like doulas and it just was like so amazing just to know like this is here on our island and they are like once you go into your first birth class like you can just feel like such a comforting presence and the information that they share is just it's comforting like it's shocking because like I've heard in other um in other like hospital classes um they don't they don't really they teach you like how to prepare for labor but they don't teach you like all the other expectations interventions that you didn't didn't know you had to prepare for and so that was really cool but when um, we first found out that I was pregnant we're like oh we're just gonna give birth in a hospital that was like you know that's the normal and then our friends are like well we had a home birth and we're like wait what (laughs) we're like people do that (laughs) wait a second um so I didn't even know that like I maybe heard of it like once in a great while but I I had friends that actually did a home birth and just their experience was like oh like this is what I want but I'm not sure so we continued to take these classes and the more information that they shared with us it just went to your heart because you want to bring your baby in the world in the best way possible like you want them like I wanted my kids to have like this amazing entrance into this world that we live in. And so I just knew that home birth was a way to go. (laughs) Um, And so I just remember what confirmed it was that at the end of the class, they would have like somebody share like a testimony, whether it was in the hospital or in, um, in, at home and (laughs) there was this one couple who had just had their baby and it was at home and they just worshiped through like the whole entire thing I was like this is what I want like this is exactly like how I want to bring my children (laughs) into the world and so um we just continue with that but with um I was like okay but we can't really tell too much people because I noticed the more I said like I want a home birth they just like discouraged it Mm -hmm. and it was like so discomforting like wait what they don't support that they're like don't do it like it's just it's too risky like you're you're putting yourself at danger and you're also putting your baby at danger so like I recommend like you don't do it so I was like okay well like if my friends and family are telling me this then (laughs) I won't even mention it to my OBGYN because all the fears that we had like my the midwife that we went with and um my doula like answered all of those and I just felt more 
confident in 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 giving birth because of them and every time I went to my OBGYN it was like I just feel more fear yeah so did you end up using uh, the midwife that was through birth believers I did so yes her um she's incredible like we we started scheduling appointments maybe like my like second month before I gave birth and she just like the knowledge that she has like you could tell she's had such great experiences because of all the knowledge that she has and she was sharing with us and so literally our appointments with her would be like two hours long and her just like getting to know us and getting to know baby like she would like feel baby and like talk to him and um and then I would have like my other appointments with my regular um doctor and it was just like five minutes in five minutes out and then that was it right (laughs) I love how you said that how you said you know she was getting to know us but she was also getting to know your baby and that's critical I don't feel like that's understood so well by those who Mm. haven't worked with a midwife but you're right it's not just about knowing you they are learning Mm -hmm. what's your baby's baseline and that is so helpful you know once labor actually begins Yes, yes. I think too, like she's talking to him and like you, you know that like once he's in here, he'll recognize Mm -hmm. her voice and already like be aware of like who this is. And so that was really, that was so awesome for me that, you know, my, my midwife, you know, you're in the most vulnerable place when you're giving birth and like, you want to have some relationship and also the relationship with the baby so I was very thankful for that I think that was one thing that was like we're definitely having a home birth and we're definitely having um this midwife here with us that's amazing okay so you you still saw your OB but you were having midwifery care um a couple just a couple months right before you gave birth um what was that end of your pregnancy and on into labor like yeah so it was it was hard because we, I, once I reached my due date, um, I mean, you're already like anxious and my appointments with my regular doctor um, were just, she was, you know, she was asking like, oh, what, you're going to give birth here. And um, I was like, oh, actually, <laughs> that's when I like dropped the ball. And like, oh, that was so difficult because I knew like right away what her reaction was gonna be and like I was that was probably the longest I was there with her was when she was lecturing me about how I shouldn't have a home birth um and so and that was hard for me to hear because she's like you know we've seen so many unsuccessful home births and like you know there's so many things that could go wrong and um yeah I just I remember leaving that appointment and I was just like heartbroken I like started crying and I was like I don't know like am I making the right decision and I just was praying and asking God like you know like you need to help me like bring me comfort and I just felt like you know what I'm just gonna call my midwife and see um just what she says and like she just knew like as soon as I picked up she just was so comforting like everything she said was everything I needed to hear and I was like okay you know what I am making the right decision and so um I 
started like hiking. She's like, okay, we're going to get this baby out. Cause you know, I, this is a, such an exciting time. So she, um, oh, that was one thing that I wanted to mention was that they were very amazing with, um, keeping me accountable with what I ate, um, with how much I'm resting, if I am making sure I'm making time for myself. And so that was like, nice being prescribed stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, she was like, okay, let's go. How many times are you going for a walk? Um, she's like, you need to do 30 minutes of exercising every single day. Like, what are you eating? What supplements are you taking? And so I was like, I need to be like a good student and be on this because one thing that was nice was that you had to really work for a home birth. So not everyone can do a home birth, but if you're taking care of yourself and you're taking care of baby and like, that's when you can qualify really for a home birth. And I just like, I wanted a home birth so bad that like I had to put like junk food aside for a little, like every once in a while, not too bad, (laughs) But, (laughs) but I was like, okay, I need to eat healthy. And you know, um, make sure this baby's okay. So she really kept me accountable. But there is, um, once I was like, almost a week past my due date, she's like, okay, there's a hike called Wilhelmina Rise. And it is like a steep hill up this, um, this hip, this mountain. And it probably takes like 30 minutes to get up there. But she's like, I can guarantee you, if you walk up that hill, you will go into labor. (laughs) I was like, what (laughs) it's the labor hill (laughs) it's the labor hill so I like it's so funny because um she says like most of her clients they do that hill and they go into labor so I was like okay like I trust you and so the next day I was I think I was 30 or 40 weeks and maybe like five five days and so me and my husband like got up early and we walked up that hill and it was like so hard. <laughs> I was feeling like those Braxton Hicks so intensely and like even a little bit of contractions, but I made it to the top and it was like, it was the best feeling ever. Like knowing that you're past 40 weeks and you've made it to the top of this huge hill. <laughs> another one of those, this is worth it. Yes, I was saying that throughout my whole pregnancy, like this is worth it. <laughs> um, so we did that. And then I think walking down was more intense. Um, I could feel like baby getting lower and lower. And so I was like, this must be working. This has to work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so we got down and then, um, the next day I lost my mucus plug. (laughs) Oh, wow. And I was so excited. I was like, Oh my goodness, she was right. (laughs) So I called her and I was like, okay, I lost my mucus plug. She's like, okay, we'll just you know, have an amazing day. Just like, keep me like, make sure you call me and um, keep me updated. And so I'm pretty sure that day I had like a stress test at my at the hospital. And so I went in to check if like baby was okay. There was an ultrasound and everything was fine. But of course the doctor's like, you know, like your pastor due date. And like, we really need you to like, maybe schedule like an appointment to be induced. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, I was like, it's okay. I think I'm going to go into labor anyway, like today. <laughs> why and Why so, schedule it? I'm not going to come. I'm not coming to that. <laughs> yeah. I just, it, it was amazing how like intense 
they were with really trying to get me to be induced and give birth in a hospital. And I just like, at that point, I just was so confident in knowing like I was meant to have a home birth, like anything they would have told me, like it would have went in the ear and out the other. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we went home and I think like I took a nap and I did like a little workout with my friend um and then we went to target <laughs> for some reason like i had so i have so many friends that like went to target and like they went into labor like mm-hmm. hours after <laughs> so, that is a that is an actual see, phenomenon <laughs> yeah <laughs> you've heard that too <laughs> we i've had like with my when i was apprenticing with a midwife we would swear target was the thing if any of us went to target somebody was going into labor and it was like going to be a fast like stop changing your clothes in the dressing room get in the car get to their house like <laughs> crazy time <laughs> Uh, it's, it's Target. I think it just makes you feel very relaxed, maybe. <laughs> That's what it is. And happy. Um, so we, yeah, we went to Target and I like just, and I just, we didn't need anything there. I just felt like walking around there. <laughs> so after that, we had like a um, little get together with our friends. Um, and I like got out of the car and I was like walking across the street and I like had my first like big contraction I was like this is it I was like oh my goodness this is so exciting but also like still like nervous because I've never done this before (laughs) and so that's kind of just where it takes off and it was it's so awesome oh that's amazing um yeah but I can get right in is it okay if I get right into the story please yeah yeah so um I had my first contraction I was like this is totally different this does not feel like a Braxton Hicks this is you know um this is early you know labor I was like this is it this hurts (laughs) or it just was more intense I was like my husband was like oh do you need to go should we still go to the party I was like no I think this is time I think this is where we need to go home and so uh, we like told our friends, we're so sorry, we can't make it, but we're going into labor right now. <laughs> um, and so we, I went home and I called my doula and I was like, hey, I think things are getting started and um, we're just, we're just gonna, I'm gonna eat some dinner and then I'm just gonna go in bed. It was about six o'clock and uh, in that afternoon and I had like, I think I had like steak and I was like, I need like a good meal, like to keep me awake. So I had like steak and potatoes and like broccoli and, and rice. And it was, oh, it just tasted so good. And I was like, this is my preparation for this labor because I need all the energy. But my doula was like, okay, well just, you just need to get some rest. You just need to go to sleep. And so I like to shower and the contractions were probably like maybe 10 minutes apart and weren't that intense um and so I literally just went in bed and I labored in bed through most of the night and I think I labored in bed probably from like seven to like 11 things started getting more intense and so (laughs) we called my midwife and was like hey like things are kind of picking up I think you should come now 
And so they're like, oh, okay, okay, we're coming. I'm like, my, the contractions are like maybe five minutes apart, but my husband was timing them, but I think like he didn't really know how to, I couldn't because I was so in like my own zone of like just trying to relax. And so I remember like the one thing that stuck with me that my midwife taught me was like, when you are in labor, really, really focus on relaxing, like all the way from the top of your head, like all the way down to your toes. And so like, just like when every contraction came, I would like close my eyes and just like relax. And then um, I was making like an ooh sound, like a very deep ooh sound. And um, it was so nice because like all I needed was like to be laying down and to have my husband right next to me and just ooing with me. So he had a really long night. So like in between contractions, I was sleeping, <laughs> but he was like up right next to me and um, just coaching me through every time um, I had a contraction. And for some reason, like him just placing his hand on my back, my lower back, it just brought the pain from like an eight to like of six and it was like that's perfect that's all I need but once things started getting tense um my ooze turned into ah <laughs> like, I remember <laughs> I remember um I was like okay hun like I just need you to ooh and he and I was like don't tell me to ooh anymore <laughs> I was like, that was the one time I like snapped at him. He's like, oh, okay. I think that's when he made the call to my my um, doula. And I need backup. When they were on their way. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> um, and so they were on their way, but it was like once like I felt like that transition, it was just like so intense and like just trying to relax through them because another thing I was like, okay, I can't tense up because like when we have pain, the first thing we want to do is like tense up. But like, I remember she was saying that can close your cervix and make things longer. And I was like, I don't want to be in this pain anymore. <laughs> so I just need to focus on relaxing. But once like things started to get more intense, it was harder to relax. Mm -hmm. And so um, I just did my best. And all of a sudden I was like, I need to poop so bad right now. <laughs> and so like, I remember like getting up and I just like dropped to the floor and it's just me and my husband like we didn't want anybody else like at at my birth we just wanted it um me and Kai and then our birth team and <laughs> I remember getting up and then dropping to the floor and I just my body started to push all on its own I was like pushing and pushing and pushing I was like I am like I think I'm going pee right now and so <laughs> my husband and we we lived in like a small studio and so we literally had like our room and then we had like our bathroom which was a really actually really good size and then we were had we were gonna give birth in a birth tub but we Kai didn't even like we didn't realize how fast things were gonna pick up so he didn't even like set up the birth tub we didn't know things so like I'm on the floor on um, my hands and knees he grabs like the biggest bowl he can find puts it under me and I'm pushing at this point like I have no control and I literally pooped in this bowl oh, <laughs> like, that was that was easy cleanup <laughs> I know <laughs> so, wait so your, like your team wasn't there yet no so they were on their way wow and so 
but it was so we were like not even freaking out we were just in our own zone because they like prepared us so well of what to expect I just didn't expect to for it to be that fast and so and I didn't realize that I was pushing him out that time like I didn't realize like your body pushes on its own when you're in that transition and so I was like this is insane this is the craziest feeling I've ever felt before and so after I like that is like my husband's favorite part to tell in the story (laughs) is me pooping in a bowl on the floor (laughs) (laughs) it's just so well planned I mean it just like it was so well executed (laughs) thank goodness for that bowl (laughs) So we, yeah, so we, um, yeah, I like, I got up and I like made my way to the bathroom somehow. It was like the fastest like movement I made in all those nine months. <laughs> I got to the bathroom and I just remember sitting on the toilet and I was pushing on the toilet and I, my husband's like, what do you want me to do? I was like, just get the bath started. And so he got the bath started and I was like, I need to get in right now. I'm pretty sure this baby is like right there. <laughs> And I got in the bath and it was probably like a little bit above my hips. And I just started pushing like, and my husband at this point is he's on the phone with my um, doula and she's just coaching me. I think we're FaceTiming her and she's just coaching me. She's like, okay, Kelsey. And she's driving. (laughs) She's FaceTiming and she's driving on the way. She's like almost to our house. And she's like, okay, Kelsey. I just need you to breathe. Like you need to focus on breathing and pushing. And so I'm like pushing and I'm like, okay, I need to focus. I need to gather all of me. And like, this is the time. And I remember like feeling down and I could feel his head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening. <laughs> and I just gave like three pushes and I, my husband like put the phone down and like caught him and like put him right on me. And we just like looked at each other and we're like, did we just do this? <laughs> like, did this, um, did this just happen? <laughs> wow. And yeah, we, we were just amazed. And like, he was so beautiful. Like, I just remember looking at him and just in love instantly of like, this is our baby. This is our Luca boy. And I mean, there was, we just, and that was another thing too, it was like, we're, we're um, believers and I mean, God's presence with us was just miraculous. And that was like the closest I've ever felt to God and like bringing, you know, the child that he blesses with was surreal. Like I, I, it just, it was too good to be true. And like, we were so thankful. My husband was like crying hysterically. <laughs> like, I can't believe it. Like you just did that. and um he yeah our midwife literally showed up like two minutes after I pushed him up like he, they came into our house and they just like they're like oh you had the baby <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> they <just> like, <laughs> but they were so professional I mean like once they came into our house it was just like you know they checked him and they checked me and they were just like they were so awesome and um I think that was an amazing part was that um once like I was in bed and baby was um we did the cry cut the umbilical cord and I think I tore like a little bit but my midwife stitched me up like super super quick and it was beautiful like it wasn't that too bad of an experience and Mm -hmm. I mean it was such an intimate moment (laughs) 
and not chaotic. It was just like so professional and peaceful and fun. And I mean, this was like, at that point it was art, it was one o'clock in the morning. And I, I thought I was like dreaming. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just so much fun. And it was such a amazing celebration of life. And um, they left maybe at six o'clock in the morning, making sure it, then they cleaned our whole, like our whole place too. Like not only they cleaned me up, they cleaned baby up, but they cleaned our whole place and left it like spotless. Like nothing happened. Like we didn't just have a baby. There. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, we, me and Kai just had that like we, we, I don't even think we went to sleep till like eight o'clock. So we just pulled an all nighter, but we could just stare at um, Luca for hours. But having that intimacy with our baby, just him getting to know us was something that like, I could never replace or ask for anything else because just Luca connecting our voices to our faces you could tell he was just like oh you're my mom and dad oh. and like oh it was just so special like <laughs> like it puts a frog in my throat like mm -hmm. thinking about how intimate that was and that you know I was so thankful that it was just the two of us after like our midwife and doula left but I mean they were just incredible and even to this day we have such a close um, relationship with them and they also helped with our second um our second son too so that was my first boy's story it was like nothing I ever expected to happen <laughs> it's so so interesting and for a first birth for it to be so short and like for mm -hmm. you to just have the baby before the midwife gets there what an incredible story I mean just it seems like everything went just as naturally like as physiologically as it could have gone Oh my goodness. I, it was everything. I mean, even more than we, we could have ever prayed for or asked for. And so we are so thankful and we have so much fun, like telling our story to people because we want it to be encouraging that you don't have to be afraid of giving birth, you know, like all these years, all these generations of like having fear. I think we're living in a generation where that is being like put away, you know, I mean, it's so natural to have fears, but know just more knowledge you have about birth I think that was one thing that I was very thankful for is that God put the right people in my life to just fill me with knowledge and confidence and knowing that this is what my body was made to do mm -hmm. and the more you know that the more you learn that like you go into birth without fear but with confidence and that just makes such a big difference in um, your experience. And so I'm so thankful for that. <laughs> this is so inspirational and we're only halfway there. <laughs> no, Amazing. Really oh my gosh. Well, I would love to hear what that, what your second pregnancy was like then. And obviously it sounds like you went into this one knowing you were going to have a home birth. So what was that like experiencing it from the very beginning? Oh my goodness. I think after my first experience, I was like, oh, I can't wait too long to get pregnant again. <laughs> gotta do this again. <laughs> I gotta do that again. <laughs> no, but we, we waited about a year um, until we started trying. And actually, it took me a while to get pregnant again. But um, once we did, we were so excited. Um, we're like, yes, we get to go through this whole process again, but with like more expectations this time and like things that I want to do differently. And so um, after we had Luca, um, 
I think one thing that really opened our eyes taking these birth classes was um, they teach, they just open your world of like taking care of yourself. And so like our whole diet changed um, just after having Luca, like we were vegan for about a year, but we had a, a lot of other little like health conditions. Um, like I had asthma and my husband has eczema and um because of those classes, we saw how much diet and your lifestyle um, makes a difference in the way you feel. And so like we did like totally a turn in our health and like really prioritize like what we ate, um, you know, the exercise we did. And so that was so awesome. And going into this birth, my health was so different this time. And so I was very more aware of like, I need to like exercise from the beginning. Of course, I was like sick. I was so sick my first trimester <laughs> and so I remember like before I got pregnant I was like okay hun like you need to keep me accountable like when I'm in my first trimester like make sure I eat healthy even though I feel sick and like I totally regret saying that <laughs> because I was like he's like hey because I remember like um I that was another thing was like my once I was pregnant um I needed more iron and protein and so I did start to introduce meat back into my diet because I felt way better, but we did more like high quality meats. Um, and so, but I remember like, I just wanted a tuna fish sandwich. Like I couldn't think about what I wanted to eat, <laughs> but like once I did have something, I was like, I just need tuna fish. <laughs> and my husband was so sweet. He's like, you know, I, you did tell me to keep you account. I was like, just give me the food. <laughs> <laughs> just give me the tuna. <laughs> Just give me the tuna. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. I just, I just need to eat. Like, I can't think about like eating healthy right now. I just need to eat something. Um, and so that, I mean, that lasted a couple of weeks, but like once I was in my second trimester, I felt so good. Like it was like, oh, I can finally think about what I want to eat. Like I, that was one thing was like, I couldn't even think about what I, wanted to eat and I was like can you just give me food so when I finally was like oh, I can think about spinach I can think about onions I can think about mushrooms without like wanting to vomit <laughs> yep <laughs> I was like okay this is perfect so once my second trimester came in um I was like okay I'm ready like I had a smoothie all the time I made sure um I was taking all my supplements and so my midwife uh she I was like okay what kind of supplements should I be taking right now and she's like most importantly your prenatals and then probiotics like you need to keep your gut health very um very healthy um especially like with everything going on. Um, we just want you to have uh, a great immune system. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to prioritize that. And um, that was a fun thing was like telling them we were pregnant again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they were like, yay, you're so excited. And so instead of like, oh, that was another thing was we didn't have my dual care. So I was like, goodbye to like, hospital births and everything because I just didn't feel comfortable and like at that point I didn't feel like it was needed and so we went from like going to like doctors like whenever I got sick going to a doctor from like always like trying to learn how to like holistically heal myself and so we changed my doctor to a more naturopathic and that was such a I'm so glad I did that because not when you go to like a naturopathic they teach you how to like take care of yourself of course like if there's an emergency you go to a hospital but for sicknesses um we we stuck more to naturopathic and so 
Um, yeah, so we told them we were pregnant and they were so excited. So we ended up going to appointments from like 14 weeks with them. And that just made such a huge difference from the start. You're already excited. It's like a big celebration through your whole pregnancy and accountability. And so second trimester, I was exercising, I was eating healthy and my energy was like so much better. And then third trimester, for some reason, it's like once you're in your third trimester that you just feel way more uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but you're like, I'm closer to I'm closer to my estimated due date. So it just went a lot faster this time around than my first yeah. time. I thought I was, I felt yeah. like I was going to be pregnant forever with Luca, but this one I was like, this was so fast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, um, once I got to my third trimester, we're like, okay, um, we're just going to keep living. Um, I was, yeah, I was still working. Um, but once I was in my, I think I was, 37 weeks um I was like okay I think I need to stop working now um just because I want to just enjoy this time of being pregnant for this short and so we just went to the beach a lot we went walking a lot um we yeah we just enjoyed every single moment until um my 40 week I was like my 40 week mark came and I was like okay Time to walk Wilhelmina. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because I wasn't too much in a rush. I was like, I can, you know, I I remember like my first pregnancy, I was like, I want to get this baby out, you know, because you have uncertainties and everyone's like questioning you like, oh, did you have your baby yet? Did you have your baby yet? And I remember for my, for this pregnancy, my second one, I was like, I'm not telling like anybody my due date. Like, <laughs> because around that time, like everyone's asking you, like, oh, it's just like the pressure's on. So it was nice that, like, because I didn't tell anyone my due date, no one was like bothering me <laughs> about giving birth. That's smart. <laughs> yeah. So it was wonderful. So once I was 40 weeks, I had my appointment with my midwife and she was it was so funny because she was feeling him and she's like she gave me like a look like oh he grew <laughs> <laughs> I was like no I was like I need a small baby <laughs> and so I was like okay you know what we are walking Wilhelmina right now <laughs> and <laughs> we literally like we dropped off my son at my mom's house and we're like, I need to go walk Wilhelmina. Like this baby needs to come out because I don't want him to be too big. <laughs> and it was shocking for me because I was eating so healthy. So um, I was like, okay, this just might be a big baby. This is, it's totally fine. Yep, so we totally walked fine. Wilhelmina and it was a lot easier. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It was a lot easier doing it this time for some reason. I think because I was exercising more this pregnancy um, and eating healthier. And so doing Wilhelmina was like, and maybe because I was familiar with it. Um, so once I got to the top, it was that same feeling of like, I did it. Like, I'm ready to have this baby. And um, we walked back down and I felt the same like contractions. I was like, oh, this is so exciting. Uh, and so we went hiked Wilhelmina and then um back home and then the next day um I remember I just felt like so tired like this was a different feeling that I felt and I was, 
I remember um I just lived I just remember okay I'm gonna take a nap this day I might go into labor we'll see and we had family night that night and I had like such a good dinner it's like I have I always have steak for dinner before I go into labor that's good I like that <laughs> that's like the thing <laughs> um so we had we had a great dinner at um my in-laws house and we went home and as soon as I got home I had to use the bathroom and then I went home and I was like oh I think this is my mucus box <laughs> but there was no like bloody show in it and so we um I was like I, I texted the picture to my midwife I was like is this my mucus plug it, I mean there's no blood in it and I'm like I'm not sure if this is like just discharge and she's like oh we'll just like you know we'll see what happens and just just go to sleep as early as you can um and we'll just see through the night what happens and so she's like just keep me updated like make sure you call me because we want to be there this time right <laughs> so I was like the whole talk this whole pregnancy like what are you gonna do if anything changes so I was like okay I'm gonna call you I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I call you if anything changes so I go to sleep. I woke up three o'clock in the morning. I actually slept. I slept really good that night. I like woke up at three in the morning. I was like, I gotta pee. And so I went to the bathroom. I was like, yeah, I was for sure that it was my mucus plug. I was like, there's a more bloody show. And it just looked like when I lost my mucus plug with um, Luca. And so I called my midwife three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and um, I was like, I for sure lost my mucus plug. I'm going to go back in bed and um, just to see what happens. Uh, we're going to time my contractions. I'm going to try to get some rest. And uh, she's like, okay, well, you know, once they're maybe like eight minutes, like less than 10 minutes apart, like we we're going to come. And I was like, that is totally fine. Mm -hmm. And so for this pregnancy, I planned on having um, my husband, um, my midwife, my doula. So same midwife, same doula. Um, and then we also, I was like, this time I didn't get any, like barely any pictures with my first birth. And so we actually um, had our uh, birth photographer and she's just like the sweetest thing. I always, I knew from the start that I wanted a birth photographer, but it was amazing because I was we couldn't really, we wanted to save money and birth photography is, can be really pricey, especially here in Hawaii. Um, and so I was like, I'm just looking for a photographer who's um, done birth photography before, and but their prices aren't too, too expensive. And so right. my midwife recommended somebody. And then as soon as I was about to message them, um, this one girl reached out to me and was just like, hey, like I heard you're having your home birth. I wanted to um see if I could be if you're interested I would love to take your pictures I was like yes yes please and I like looked her up on Instagram and her photography is like everything like I could ever imagine it to be like and I was so thankful it's like a gift from God oh, wow. <laughs> and she just was so sweet and like we we're very like equally yoked in like mindset and like she's all for home birth and like she's very healthy and just oh she's just incredible and so I was like yes please be there and we just kept in contact and so I called her through in the morning just letting her know like hey things are about to get started so um, she's like okay well just let me know like five minutes apart and then I'll, I'll be on my way luckily we live on an island so it's not too <laughs> too much to like get from one place to the other and so I knew like you know it was 
it was going to be fine. Um, and then we also had um, one of our good friends, daughter so she comes from like a family of seven so she has seven siblings and she's the oldest and she's I think 14 or 15 she's really young but she wants to be a midwife um in her future like in Africa and like she just wanted to start her experience and so I was like yes I would love for you to be there and to learn and so she was a part of our birth and she's just like the sweetest soul ever she's adorable and was so helpful and so we let her know that you know things might get started and so um three o'clock in the morning and I guess it was so cute because she's had her bad her bag packed for like (laughs) and she takes it everywhere with her oh that's so so cool (laughs) so she was like even more prepared than we were I feel (laughs) um and so and it was so funny because like um that day was Monday and we're like okay this is the day that we're gonna like go to Costco and like prepare meals and stuff oh my goodness that was such a mistake because that one day we're like that was the day I went into labor (laughs) so uh yeah so three o'clock I went back to bed and like contractions came like right away like it was kind of it was so different because when I lost my mucus plug with Luca I waited all day and then six o'clock um that's when I went to labor, but this time I lost my mucus plug and contractions started rolling in pretty quickly. And so, um, once I was like having contractions eight minutes apart, that's when I made the call and, um, they were on their way already. And so they came at like five, a little bit before six o'clock. And I literally just, I was up, I had like a smoothie and like, usually our fridge is packed with food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this, it was like empty. And I was like, no. cause you hadn't gone to Costco. <laughs> I didn't go to Costco. <laughs> so we're ordering, um, they wanted their coffee. So like I'm contracting and just like getting excited and relaxing and they're ordering Starbucks. And like, we had worship music playing in the background and just like laughing and just enjoying each other because I was like you guys are here it's happening (laughs) you're not gonna miss the birth this time (laughs) I think it was funny because they shared with me like after I gave birth to Luca like we really wanted to be there like I don't I hope you know like we really really want to be there I'm like I'm so sorry (laughs) but they say that jokingly so we're joking around like we're here at the birth it's happening and so everything was so like it was so peaceful and we're just enjoying each other's company while I'm like laboring like um and I think once they got there my contractions were more like five minutes apart so things were happening so quickly it was insane um I was in the living room and laboring on a ball and that's all I needed like I didn't they were just kind of doing their own things like um getting things set up so we had our birth tub set up this time (laughs) so that was a success um Kai set it up as soon as um as soon as we got pregnant (laughs) I know literally (laughs) um (laughs) But yeah, I think we got it set up like a week before my due date, honestly. <laughs> so we just had this big tub like sitting in our room, like <laughs> in a room, just just looking at it, getting excited. But um, once I lost my mucus plug, my midwife's like, okay, get water in there right away and turn the heater on. And um, yeah, they got there. My My contractions were five minutes apart. And we finally, I was like, okay, we just ordered like a bagel from... Um, Starbucks and then I 
had like an egg and uh, an avocado on it and like that's all I needed and I felt set um because they were already like my contractions were already so close together I was like I can't really they kind of had to like give me the food (laughs) yeah um and so um I remember they're like okay we're gonna go for a walk I was like huh okay all right (laughs) I was like right now (laughs) so I was like I I I think I had like my bra on I had like a sports bra on and then I had like a padeo which is like a wrap um and and I think I had my underwear um and I I think I had had underwear yeah I had underwear on (laughs) and um I I was going to the bathroom I was like I had to pee and like that whole morning I think my body was getting ready because I was like peeing and like sorry pooping so much my body was just emptying out so I used the bathroom like 10 times that morning (laughs) but not the bowl like the actual toilet the actual toilet (laughs) I was so happy (laughs) it was so different So I remember like I had to go pee one more time before we went our walk and like I could feel myself hit transition like I felt that pushy feeling already and my contractions were like a minute apart and I was like oh do I still need to go on this walk (laughs) yeah what time was this this was six o'clock so it was crazy because once the photographer came it was like things picked up like right away as soon as she came in it was like boom transition and so yeah and so I was like on the toilet and I was like just breathing and relaxing through the contractions and instead of ooing this time I was okaying I was like okay 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 <laughs> and open 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 <laughs> um but my midwife came in the bathroom and she's like how are you doing and her voice was just like so sweet and I was like I'm okay I don't know if I can do this walk and she's like well why don't I check you and that was one thing is like for my first um pregnancy I didn't do any checks like I just didn't want to know um how much I was dilated because um it just was more peaceful to me just to be in my own zone but I I knew like okay um she's like I really recommend we go on this walk you know I'll check you I won't tell you where you are at I just want to see where baby is and so we went back to our room and she checked me and she's like okay you're it's safe enough for you to go on this walk baby is like negative three so he's still far up and you can either you can stay here in labor for a couple more hours or we can go on this walk and we live by like really big hills too and she's like we can go on this walk while you're in transition you know just a (laughs) quick little transition jaunt (laughs) yes (laughs) and you can bring this baby out like in 15 minutes and I was like okay I can do this and so I like had to gather everything inside of me and be like I trust her I think at that point we have I have so much trust with her like she knows what she's doing and I knew that I could do this that I knew that this was going to be worth it because I just wanted to meet um, this baby boy. And so um, I was like, okay, so I got my shoes on, um, we make it outside. And um, yeah, I like contracting and this at this point, it was like, so it was such a different feeling because I went from being in bed laboring this whole time from like walking and being present and like, you know, feeling everything <laughs> mm-hmm. and especially like walking and be- and contracting was like the most intense thing I've 
ever felt in my life. <laughs> and so, and my midwife was so good because she was so like, um, persistent and like, you need to walk, like we could do this. And so I had my husband in one arm, um, my midwife in the other arm, and they're just like, pretty much dragging me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, they're like, cause I, I, I'm trying to walk, but it's like, it's so intense and my body's like kind of pushing too. Mm. And so I'm like stomping up the hill. And I was like, at that point I was like, I need to turn around. I need to go home. So I'm like pushing in like, I'm like, I think it's time. I think, cause I'm like, I'm literally pushing him. I, I can feel him dropping Mm. and so we didn't make it too far from the house so it was like perfect but we made it like maybe halfway up this hill and I think once I turned around it like brought so much peace that I was able to get up and like just walk 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 and then squat back down um once a contraction came and like it was I think that bringing him down like stomping down the hill brought him down so fast right and like that was such a good feeling because I was like okay that means like I won't have to push for that long Mm -hmm. um and so and it was so funny because like I remember being in pain and just hearing like my team my birth team cheering like Kelsey like you're doing so great you can do this it was like so comforting and so my doula was taking videos and it was so we were cracking up watching it because it was like once I was contracting, I was like in so much pain and then walking back home after the uh, contraction stopped, I would get up and I would smile and laugh. And like, <laughs> supposedly I was like delusional because I was like saying all this hilarious stuff because they were <laughs> cracking up. <laughs> like I was just saying like, okay, like once we get back to the house, I'm just going to take a nap. <laughs> and like, what? You're going to have this baby. <laughs> <That's so cute>. <laughs> <laughs> and so we we finally I remember like saying like no Mako please like I I want to have you in the tub like my focus was to get in the tub I wanted to have this baby in the tub Mm -hmm. in the birth tub and so um I was talking to Mako like while I'm walking back like you can like you can stay you can stay you're doing good Mako just stay right there and so we got back to the house I like jumped into the tub and my husband was right behind me and this was the crazy thing was that before my midwife came she said that she had a dream that night that I was going to give birth to like my water bag wasn't my water bag didn't break at all but she's like I had a dream that you gave birth um I forget what it's called the term of it but when a baby is born is that what it what it's called Mm -hmm. yeah like when they're born in their bag Mm -hmm. born in the call and so yeah so she's like I had a dream that happened I was like that's so amazing and so at that point my water bag didn't break even when we got in the tub and so um I was like roaring at this part and that was a crazy thing is that like my body like it was that same feeling of pushing on its own was so intense and I was like so loud (laughs) I was like oh my goodness the neighbors are definitely hearing this (laughs) but I didn't care I was like for like whatever (laughs) but then my my doula was coaching me like okay Kelsey it was like the same feeling of like hearing her voice and her coaching me like okay Kelsey we need you to breathe we need you to focus and so I'm in the tub and I was like so excited but also like it just was, there was so much happening. And then I started to push and then I could feel him getting lower. And then my, I heard my midwife say, I see the water bag. Oh my gosh. Like the water bag is still in contact. And so she said that my water bag was coming out and like, (laughs) and I was like, 
oh my gosh, is this going to happen? Am I going to give birth like, to my water bag and baby's going to be oh, still in? Wow. So his head, so I was, that was like such a different feeling of pushing because it just was a bigger, because Luca came out so fast. There's just three mm-hmm. pushes, but I was pushing for maybe a little bit more than five minutes and it was more intense. Um, it was like a bigger stretch. Um, but I just, I gathered like everything inside of me and just focused on pushing and then all of a sudden I felt like a huge pop like it shook the whole (laughs) the whole tub and my water bag broke and that was so cool because once that broke he just slipped out so fast and he they put me put him right on me and it was just that same like looking at him he was so beautiful and like we were all rejoicing and there was worship music playing worship music playing in the background and they were there celebrating with us so that was like such a different um experience than our first son but it was still so much fun (laughs) it was so there was so much peace my photographer was there and they got me into the bed and I gave birth to my placenta um in bed this time because I gave birth to my placenta in a tub with Luca so Mm. that was really different but it was just that same experience of like rejoicing and celebrating and like this time she's like okay we're gonna check and see if he tore I was like so nervous I was like oh my gosh like I stretched especially because I almost gave birth to my (laughs) the water bag (laughs) and she like looked at me and she's like you didn't tear so like they're all doing like a dance (laughs) he's like you you have like a beautiful vagina (laughs) (laughs) such a lovely compliment yes thank you thank you I was like I know it's like you never thought you would ever hear that you have such a love anyway (laughs) so that was comforting I was like okay this this time it it's not gonna be um as bad like with my postpartum and so my postpartum with Luca wasn't wasn't too bad I I actually like I remember my body felt like it got hit by a truck like it was hard walking but I tried to stay in bed as much as I could and then I think after a month I was like okay this feels I feel so good like I feel like myself again but um this time I was like oh my gosh I don't have to like have stitches or you know it's gonna be a piece of cake like when I for the first time and stuff. And so that was really awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that is, I think that that really can make, not that it's terrible when you do tear, but I think when you have that comparison, like Mm -hmm. you tore the first time, but then the second time you didn't, it's like, oh, well, I'm very grateful for this now. This is very nice. (laughs) Yes. Oh, it's so comforting because I remember like, even with, um, what's it called my first birth like I was talking to these teachers that I worked with and they're like oh you're gonna tear like it's just gonna happen it's just something you do or like the doctor slits you and like I remember that being such like a big fear of mine like it made me that like itself already you're fearful birth right like tearing down there right um and so but that was like the my midwife's like okay like you need to do arnica oil you know like make sure you do that every single night and I think like that made such a huge difference. I like, I literally, once I found out I was pregnant, we ordered Arnica and I was like, I did that. (laughs) I love Arnica. That is our most, that's our most used homeopathic for sure. (laughs) My children, if they, because I mean, it's so great for swelling and bruises of all kinds. Whenever my kids fall, like especially my youngest, she'll say, Arnica, need Arnica. (laughs) 
I have to I didn't know that that's what yeah. you can use it for so that's that's oh, great yeah. advice. yep keep that oil oh, baby awesome. <laughs> oh yeah I'll, I have never heard of Arnica until these birth classes so I'm very thankful <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, Kelsey gosh your stories are just so amazing I mean so varied and different but just both so incredibly beautiful and inspiring what has this um postpartum been like this one, surprisingly, I think it, it's actually been a little bit more difficult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I think that's because, you know, with Luca, it was so, I mean, you have just one baby, you know, and so you can switch with your husband, right? You can take a break. I remember like my first month of having Luca, my firstborn, I got to sleep so much. But when you have a second baby, you don't get as much rest because right. you're switching. <laughs> yep. And so I think that made a big play in my postpartum because um my first couple weeks like I felt really good um my bleeding was very minimal um but once I started to like get back into like reality of like you know being a mom and getting back on my feet um that's when postpartum depression really came into the mix like I I never really suffered with um anxiety until <laughs> I had my second son but it, you know he's such an amazing baby he's so chill like he's probably like the easiest baby he was even more easier than Luca but I think just someone constantly especially having a toddler it just was it can get very overwhelming and also like trying to like you know go to certain things um I've been I I had to like admit to myself like I am you know suffering with this I remember like breaking down to my husband like I just feel like not okay and I was like okay what can I do to like def like overcome this you know because I don't want to be I don't want to be a victim with postpartum depression so like what can I do to like get through this um and so diet for sure I think has made a big difference this and I just realized this like last month I admitted to myself this is what I'm suffering with um right. because I I didn't go through that with Luca it was all like butterflies and everything you know such an amazing experience but with a second one it was like oh, this is way different <laughs> having two children yeah um, and tending to them and so I really prioritize my diet again and um, my gut health really makes a difference in your mind and your feelings and your hormones um, and then also I set a timer <laughs> throughout the whole day reminding me to breathe oh and good so, yeah yeah, every time uh, my timer went off, I literally like would take just deep breaths for like a minute and like that made such a big difference. And then even just talking to, I have a lot of other friends who just had babies. I think I had four, even my sister-in-law just gave birth and she's actually the one that introduced me to this podcast, which I'm so thankful for. So we talk about it all the time, but we vent to each other like, cause she just had her second baby too. We were pregnant the same time the first time and the second time so we get to go through this together and we talk about your podcast all the time and how encouraging it is to hear other moms and so I think that's the main thing is listening to other testimonies of how you get through postpartum and that it's not forever right. <laughs> there's the end of the road and it's it gets better and better and um, I also have a planner my mom gifted me a planner and um yeah, so that's been really helpful just seeing like what every day is going to look like 
and being in a routine. And we've been doing that for about a month and I feel so much better. Oh, that's <laughs> I definitely amazing. Have, yeah, I definitely have my good and bad days, but definitely more good days now that I've, you know, I'm breathing more, eating better, and then um, having a routine. So I'm very thankful. <laughs> that is such a, that's such great advice. Like, and I love that you are, I mean, it's such simple, although it's simple advice, it can be very hard to implement it, but you've implemented it in such a, a great way. I think that that's going to be really helpful for other moms who are experiencing the same thing, because we know that statistically, you know, a, there is a large portion of mothers that are experiencing that. And I think that that advice is just so good. It's so grounded and simple. Take care of your diet. Remember to breathe, mm-hmm. um, you know, set, setting yourself up for success with some type of routine. That's, that's really great. Yeah, it's, it's so worth it. Just like, <laughs> that's like my, my say it's worth it. It's, it's so <laughs> worth being a mom. It's so worth having children because I mean, they are so precious and it, I always say too, like when someone told me that in order to take care of somebody else, you have to take care of yourself first. And I have to tell myself that every day. And so even just like taking a bath, taking a shower, doing your nails or something, you know, escaping, um, it's so worth it. And it, you shouldn't, I have to tell myself like, I shouldn't feel guilty either. You know, or some my mom tells me that all the time, like you are doing the best that you can. And so I'm not perfect. <laughs> you know, I mess up all the time, but not being too hard on yourself has really made a huge difference. And just surrounding yourself with people to encourage you. And um, yeah, I have such amazing friends that we get to go through this life together and encourage each other and vent to each other. And so very, very thankful for that. Oh, <laughs> I'm so thankful. <laughs> I'm so thankful for you. This has been such an insightful and encouraging, uplifting episode. I know that all of the listeners are going to agree. And I mean, Kelsey, your love for the Lord, your love for your family, for life, just bubbles out of you. It, it oh. is such a joy to hear it. It was so enjoyable to hear your stories. Thank you so much for your willingness to share. And thank you so much for coming on the Happy Home Birth Podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Caitlin. I am so grateful for you. When my sister mentioned your podcast, I was so grateful. I, I always love listening to birth stories and the fact that I can just go on my phone and listen to your Happy Home Birth Podcast. Even if I'm not pregnant now, I still go like, every almost every day listening to a new podcast so I'm so thankful for what you're doing and just just spreading such amazing testimonies to all the moms that need to hear it so very very thankful for you and um in Hawaii we say mahalo so thank you so much (laughs) mahalo thank you Kelsey (laughs) I am just so inspired by Kelsey she brought so much love and passion for her family and her life to this episode Her positive outlook is contagious, and I feel so confident that she's certainly encouraged a number of you with her story. As we head into this week's episode roundup, I want to discuss a few aspects of Kelsey's story. Number one, when Kelsey broke the news that she was having a home birth to her OB, her OB said, we always see unsuccessful home birth attempts. (sighs) Well, duh, doctor. You certainly don't see the successful ones. They're not at the hospital because they were successful. I just want you to use this as a reminder 
If you're receiving dual care, your OB likely doesn't have any experience with successful home births. He or she likely has no idea how many home births are happening successfully in their very own city all the time. So be sure to take that perspective with a grain of salt. Number two, Kelsey's explanation of fetal ejection reflex with both of her births was just so perfect. She recollects to how her body just forcefully pushed on its own. She couldn't stop the pushing. Instead, she could focus on concentrating and on her breathing. Remember this, your body knows how to push. It'll let you know when it's time to do that. You can focus on the breathing and let those amazingly powerful muscles do their thing. And finally, remember that you may need to ask for help postpartum. There's absolutely zero shame in that struggle. Whether it's your first or fifth child, the transition and addition of a new member to the family, along with the recalibration of your hormones, may lead to some feelings of stress or depression. Please reach out. Share this with your family. Share it with your midwife. Make sure that you're getting the love and care that you need. Okay, my friends, that's all I've got for you for today. I'll see you back here next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Are you looking to extend the home birth support, encouragement, and education? Join us in our Facebook group, Happy Home Birth Podcast Community, and check us out on Instagram at Happy Home Birth Podcast.